0: Jesus
1: A warm welcome. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to By the Word of Their Testimony. And I'm your host, Etienne McClintock. By the Word of Their Testimony is based on Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11, where we read, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Today in the studio with me, we have a special guest,
2: Pastor Talai Moore. Pastor Talai, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, audience. Yep. Praise the Lord we meet in the uh, studio this morning. Yes, it's lovely to have you here.
1: It's good that you've come to visit us and share your testimony. I That's know that, right. Yep. I know that the people will be blessed as they as they listen to you today. And we may as well start, I obviously
2: called you pastor, so you must be a pastor. What do yeah. you do t- currently? Yes, uh, I'm the pastor for two churches at the moment, Sessnock uh, Church.
1: Hmm.
2: And Newcastle Samoan uh, Church.
1: Okay. Are these churches, I mean, from Cessnock to Newcastle, how much is the distance? How long does it take to drive between these two? Uh, it's
2: about 40 minutes to 45 to Cessnock, and it's about half an hour to go to Newcastle Salmon. From, yeah. from your house? Yeah, from my house.
1: Right. Okay. So that's a little bit of a spread there. That will keep you very busy, no doubt. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> now, I uh, pick up a little bit of an accent, and uh, maybe you could tell us where you're from originally.
2: Yeah, I'm a Samoan but I have uh, Western blood, so yeah. I can say I'm a Samoan German. Samoan German. Yes. Okay, there's a
1: lot of German influence in Samoa. I've met a few Samoan Germans in the past, yeah. Yes, that's right. Oh very good. So you
2: were you were born in Samoa on the island? Yeah, I was born in Samoa, grew up in Samoan but uh I left Samoa with my family uh when I was uh thirty two years of age.
1: He spent the first 32 years yes, in Samoa. That's okay. right. W-
2: wonderful. Okay.
1: And then from from Samoa, where did you go?
2: Uh, from Samoa to New Zealand and New Zealand to Australia. So now I'm work and serve the Lord with my family in Australia.
1: Wow. So you've lived in three countries. Three countries. Yes. <laughs> now how
2: how long were you in in New Zealand for? Uh just one and a half year. Okay. Okay, not, not too long. Yes. Uh, The aim uh, was to come to Australia, Okay, but uh, to come to Australia, it was easier to come through New Zealand. Right, okay.
1: Yes. Yes, well, New Zealand and Australia have had a close connection for many years, and there's quite a few New Zealanders here. I am actually, although my accent gives away that I'm South African born, I'm I'm actually a New (laughs) Zealand citizen myself. I uh, spent 23 happy years in New Zealand. I actually did it three times over three stints. I lived there. And also now for the last four or so years, I've been living in Australia. All right. My my wife's Australia, so she's home, basically. where her home is, that's where my home (laughs) is. (laughs) But, okay, so you've been here subsequent to uh, being in New Zealand for a year and a half. Yep. But perhaps we can sort of just look a little bit at your background. Were you—you're obviously a Christian pastor now, a pastor for the Seventh-day Adventist Church.
2: Were you brought up as a Christian and as a Seventh-day Adventist? Yes, I brought up as a Christian. okay in Samoa uh in Samoa there is no one born as an atheist really it means everyone uh, uh born in a christian family well that's a good and, thing uh, i knew when i was young that christianity came to Samoa in 1830 okay and uh, Samoa was changed and worshiped mm. god and every baby, mm. when uh, it's growing up, they have uh, oral simple Bible studies. So, wow. for example, the, the, the first question is, who is your creator? Mm. So it's God who is your savior. So it's Jesus Christ. So most of the... Every baby, uh, for my own understanding, they have oral Bible study like that. So right. not only the parents, but the whole family. So wow. here yeah, we grew up in a Christian family.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. There must be a good uniting factor for families and communities to come together, you know, yes. under, under that Christian belief. You're That's old. right. So there must be a good environment to grow up there, you know? Yes. <laughs> I guess there's no secrets. Everybody will know everybody.
2: Yes, uh, that's a way to live in the island. Yeah, here we we live in extended families. Mm. So we look after our children. So the auntie and the uncle and uh, mature people they are trusted to look after your children mm. or my children. So people they always live in community. Mm. So it's different. It's a culture shock when we come to New Zealand and Very Australia. Very different here, yes. Yeah. Mind your own business. In the island, there are people. Yes. Uh, the family have a business in your life. Mm-hmm. And they work together for, for, for the good.
1: Sure. So everybody has everything in common and they share. So no one lacks the family. Yes. always must sure everyone's provided for.
2: Yes. That's uh, the core value of uh, the Samoans are love and respect. Mm. Yeah. And work together in unity. Yes. And that's why wherever we go in the world, we like the Israelites. Yes. Let's lift up the window and look to Samoa. <laughs> when a wedding is happens, so yeah. we, we go to Samoa funeral every occasion and mm-hmm. family unit. So it doesn't matter where we spread to, uh, to in the world, but when something happens in Samoa, we unite it and we mm-hmm. come close.
1: So, having that yeah that's that's beautiful, yeah, I, I love that closeness of family. I think the biblical model actually represents us having to live together to be our brother's keeper, you know that's right, and to to look out for one another so um with that in mind, that obviously had a big influence in your life growing up as as a young man and as a young boy, that mm-hmm. christian influence yes
2: uh As I said, I grew up in a Christian family, but uh, a very conservative uh, family. As Mm. you know, as I mentioned, uh, the first church who uh, came to Samoa was the Congregational uh, Christian Church. Right. The other name is LMS, or London uh, Missionaries in Samoa. Right. Okay. So, I grew up in that church. Mm. So... uh, our families and other church members, they always uh, say to us, uh, don't ever listen to other religions. This mm-hmm. is the best uh, church in the world. Right, so sure. That was the uh, the mindset uh, that many of people, especially in my own family and the other families, mm-hmm. they try to protect us uh, children uh, going to other religions. Sure. So most of the Sundays, uh there is a village close to us. They have a, a lot of uh, religions. Hmm. So, but uh, as you know, the Mormon, the Seventh Adventists, and Jehovah' Witness, they always love visitation in families and the community. Okay. So those people came to us, but uh, uh, I've heard the gospel from those uh, free churches. But I love uh, how they present the Bible and. Hmm. Uh, But one day, uh, but most of the Sundays, they came, our parents, especially my mom in our own family, Mm. and dogs uh, were parking and they, we look at outside, oh, those people they visit. Right. And uh, our mom said, okay, lie down and pretend to sleep, cover you. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, because I I was young, so I just hurry up and just uh, pretend to sleep. And, uh, and when i became uh a uh, mature youth and i found out it was very bad mm. to to try to lie down and pretend sure. that's the way to ignore those people and when they saw us lie down and uh, they returned uh, they visited other families mm-hmm. when i became uh, maybe on my 17 or 18 so I said to myself, I have to welcome people. Mm. So my my mom was very angry to me when the first Sunday I welcomed people in our family. So they those people, they read the Bible and explain the Bible. Mm. But the most important uh, uh, thing I learned, uh, it was a Seventh-day Adventist group who came to. They always... Uh, encourage me and read the bible and one day they said to me what is your name mm. and then i said tala and uh the, the leader she was a uh, a woman and uh, and she said to me oh your name is a gospel name so it's better for you to come and go with us to share jesus to the community and i said one day mm. One day, and I love uh, the way they presented the gospel. It was beautiful and mm. new to me. but uh, that's what I said to them one day. It means uh, God has a plan for me from that moment. Uh, mm. and now I prove that uh, God's calling started in some more some through those uh, home visitation from the Seventh-day Adventist church in Samuelson.
1: So sorry. when you were about 17 or 18, that's
2: already Yes, yeah. that's about that age, so I can have a... Yeah. I, I, I know the fifth commandment that says, honor your father and your mother and you will live longer.
1: Yes, yes. And
2: to me, there is a time you have to disobey them when they do the wrong thing. Sure. So sure. to me, I know I knew from that moment... What my family was always doing mm-hmm. was wrong because I live, I grew up, and I I love everyone. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter uh, good or bad, right. but that's my nature. I love to to mingle with every people, so I open my minds to every religion, and my decision is to 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 follow what the Bible says. Yes, okay. It's not a religion, but what the Bible says leads you to the right religion mm-hmm. to serve mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm.
1: So you're saying that some of the things that they were bringing out of the Bible was new to you. What was different about their Bible studies to what you had been exposed to previously that, that sort of made the difference?
2: Yeah, I've heard uh, uh, reading the Bibles and talking about uh, Second Coming and the Sabbaths mm-hmm. and... Uh, also, uh, the, they talk about the law, the Sabbath is in the commandments, mm-hmm. and Sundays. So I've heard all those. Uh,
1: okay, so these were new uh, concepts being brought out of the Bible, yes. which wasn't previously discussed. Yes, as and okay. uh,
2: I compare. Uh, I haven't heard those uh, subjects in my own local church, and that's why I opened my mind. I need to... Uh, I need to know more about oh, that.
1: Sure. Okay. Oh wonderful. So that was happened at the age of about 18, 17. Yeah. And then about you're looking at about 14 years later, 3132, you moved to New Zealand. <laughs> so what happens between the age of 18 to 32 you you keep on going to the congregational church or do
2: you yes. join? Okay. Yes. Uh, I've heard that in Samoa, whoever, especially young people, if you go to New Zealand, go to church. Okay. Keep in our church. Mm, mm. Those are uh, where the encouragement to young people and uh, young couple. Mm. So I forgot to mention that I I married. So now it's eighteen. I wasn't. I was still single, single but now yeah. moving from Samoa to New Zealand, I was uh, I married Mar- okay. to my wife uh, Mafutangamore. So mm. She was. Uh, and she's um, a registered nurse and a midwife. Okay. With uh, uh, six children. Six children. Okay. Yes. So, I love big families. As you know, Pacific uh, they follow Abraham. When God <laughs> yeah. uh, when God uh, gave a promise to Abraham and said, "Your your children, your seed will be the sand of the sea yes. and also the stars." Yeah. And that's why I love uh the Pacific. They they love to fulfill uh, God's promise to Abraham. Uh they love uh, many children. Yeah, natural church growth. Yes, yes I love church it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh wonderful. Okay, so you got married at what age? Uh my twenty seven. Twenty? Okay. So you yeah. weren't a young young man at that stage, you were very mature, obviously. Get married at
2: 27? Yes, as mm. you know, uh, there are many stars in the, uh, in the sky, but there mm. is a bright star for you. Yes. There are many fish in the sea, but there is a, One fish a best you. fish for you. Best fish, yeah. So even um, many young women, they follow me, but I waited for the right time. Yeah, oh, Have a mature mind mm. to have a decision uh, for the Lord, and I believe uh, marriage in that 27 was a good time for me to have a a set of family.
1: Yes, that's wonderful. And it's a good encouragement as well for others because (laughs) quite often people, you know, meet each other within a week or two, they are shacked up, they're together, you know, and they think they've fallen in love, but they don't really know each other yet. So... To take that time to wait and wait on the Lord, and He will provide, I think yep. it 's a very important principle, which is generally probably forgotten nowadays most most young people probably don't don 't wait that long you know <laughs> they, they 're keen in a hurry or they have other things you know like career and what have you, and then later they think about marriage yes. but in the meantime they 're shacked up. So we well, yeah, right. no, appreciate your testimony on that. So, okay, you moved to New Zealand. So what took you to New Zealand? Was it to get to Australia or was there some other
2: reasons? Uh, I had the opportunity to come to Australia in 91 in June and I spent mm. uh, it's about four months in Australia. So the, it was a Australian company who came to work for the public works since I'm also working. Okay. So all the... F- and overseas, they have the opportunity to come to Australia. And I was very happy. Mm. That was my first time I, I, uh, I came overseas. Oh, okay. And when I came here and I returned, I said to my wife, hey, Australia is beautiful and it's very big.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And my wife said, oh, I hope New Zealand is uh, uh, beautiful uh, and uh, it's better than Australia. And uh, because I finished my course here and I went through New Zealand and I uh-huh. said to her, no, I went both countries. Australia is too big, mm. but New Zealand is too small. <laughs> so now she I promote Australia and yes. she promote New Zealand because she always go to to New, New Zealand. Zealand yes. And then I said to her, it's time to go overseas. It's mm. enough in Samoa. We go and uh, live overseas and see what what we can uh, learn uh, mm. from uh, the, the other countries. So yes. that's why we came. Okay. We had good jobs. So I work as a foreman in the machine shop in uh, the public works. Mm. And my wife is a registered nurse and midwife mm. in the national. So we both uh, had good works, but that's the reason we need to 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 look and uh, observe other countries.
1: Spread your wings a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. So in 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 New Zealand, that was just uh, one and a half years. You were saying one and a half. Anything happen in New Zealand at all of interest, or it just was just a short stint, and then over to Australia.
2: Yeah, one year since we arrived in New Zealand in Christchurch. uh, It was uh, a group of young people came to to share invitation for the seminar, public uh, seminar. Okay. And that was the first m- moment of my life I went to a Seventh-day Adventist uh, seminar. Ah, oh, okay, yes.
1: so, so these were Adventist young Adventist, people yes. inviting
2: you to a seminar, okay. So I thought to myself, oh, all right, now I, I'm free to go to any seminars because sure. I'm in New Zealand mm-hmm. because in Samoa when uh, your family knows that you will go to a seminar, Seventh-day Adventist seminar, so they, hey, don't ever go to those seminars. Right. We have the truth, mm-hmm. and that is that is no more. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy when I had the opportunity to visit for the first time. Mm-hmm. My wife was working a uh, night shift, so I went with my children. So there were women to look after children. So I sat in meetings. Mm. The third night uh, it was free Bible studies and I convinced to, to offer my life
1: after to three follow Bible Jesus
2: studies. in baptism.
1: Wow that's quite quick, isn't it? Three Bible studies.
2: Yes, I knew. As I said to you, those Adventists came to our home, and then two short Bible studies uh, yeah. so just all- uh, flashed to my mind and my soul. And I said to them, maybe one day.
1: Yes, yes. So, so all that. From when you were 18, all that came back as you were sitting listening to these. Uh, yes.
2: Yes. Wow. Praise the Lord. So now from uh, visitation at home, mm. now I'm in New Zealand for the first seminar. I went and I said to myself, the first thing I said to myself, why my pastor in Samoa didn't preach all those uh, powerful messages? Mm. And then the third night, uh, I received a decision card. Mm. So in the decision card uh, if you need the prayer so tick prayer if you need visitation mm. tick visitation if you need to ask some answer some questions so tick and even uh, baptism mm. and I tick every box Every box yeah. So the next day the pastor came to my house and uh, he said Tala uh, I just need to know about your decision card last night mm. because you take baptism mm. I just need to to know if you really need to be baptized. Because sometimes people, they make fun to our decision cards. Okay. And then I said, Pastor, what you see in the card, that is my heart. So Mm. I love to follow Jesus Mm. because I've heard that those uh, messages just uh, flash to me. But now I know exactly what uh, the Bible says. So that is my heart. So mm. the pastor was very happy.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, praise the Lord. So although only a year and a half in New Zealand, in Christchurch, that was a significant year and a half, especially the last six months. Yes. Yeah. So then your whole family became
2: Adventists. No, I I baptized uh, just by myself, okay. only myself. Okay, just you, okay. Because my wife was working. She didn't go to the seminar. Uh, but when I return home and my wife uh, arrived home uh, at midnight I shared to her the bible studies mm. and what she said okay that's nice mm. and uh the day the sabbath I prepare for baptism I said to her honey I need my tithe mm. because I receive only maybe 200 uh, because I was a babysitter and right. she works right so I receive a uh, two hundred uh, something from the the, the government, mm. and I said, now I know my tithe mm. is twenty dollar something. Right. And what she said, okay, you just go to the seven day Adventist. Now you know we just come from Samoa. We need to purchase some money properly, mm. and now you want uh, uh, your tithe. What is that? Mm. Who told you to do that? You're right. So I said. It's twenty something? Is the ten percent of my of my, the amount I receive? Mm. And she said to me, "Here is your five dollar. That is your tithe, and that is your offering. Don't ever ask me for another amount." Mm. Mm. So imagine the day I baptized. I, I I said to her, "I need to set everything right on the first day before I baptize. I need to return the whole tithe because tithe belongs to God." Mm. It's a testing of our faith and it and love. Is. If we love Him, who who first love us. Mm. And that's the only word from my wife. Don't ever try to show off in the church. This is your $5, your dive, plus your offering. Mm. So I prayed to God. Mm, my mm. wife uh, is not understand. Mm, mm. But make her understand so she can give me the whole dive. Mm. So... I went to the church. I was baptized with my $5 tithe and offering that first time.
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, okay. But your heart wasn't it. You wanted to do the right thing, but
2: there was yeah. obviously a
1: little bit of opposition because she didn't go through the studies with you and yes. wasn't in that space yet.
2: She loved uh, the gospel sure. and singing, mm. but she, she wasn't understand. Mm. Six months later, uh, the church had another seminar. Mm. And she was baptized in that seminar. Oh, praise the Lord! When yeah. she was baptized, she obeyed God, mm. returned the whole tithe, and that was the only moment I returned uh, the right tithe the because she was yeah. baptized too. Okay. So, and I, uh, I praise the Lord. When mm. she understood the first time uh, we receive uh, our our salaries, mm. she said to me, "Okay, we need to." Take away the tithe, and she know she knew how to take away the tithe when she baptized. When I baptized, five dollar for tithe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So from that moment until now, sure, my wife was uh, my wife is very good mm. in taking care of God's tithe yes. and offering, and we are blessed. Doesn't matter how uh, how many things uh, needs money. Mm we always satisfy what God's blessed because we believe in God's blessing yes. in finance.
1: Yeah, well, there's a promise of the blessing there in Malachi. It says that God will open the floodgates of heaven and pour down yeah. you such a blessing, you won't be able to receive it. There'll be so much of it. But really, tithes, an acknowledgement of God as our creator. Yes. All our abilities, our physical ability, mental ability, everything we have <laughs> to grow and to produce and earn money, all that comes from God. We've got nothing that has not been given to us, It hasn't come from God. So 10% acknowledgement is, is cheap, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> it's not It's not that much. I mean, the government takes more than 10% usually. So <laughs> <laughs> it's great that the Lord is so gracious towards us. He only needs a 10%. And you're saying it's an yes. act of faith. That's because right. Because if you've got, you haven't got much money and, you know, that 10%, if you only got $200, $20 can be a lot of money that you've got to give away, which, you know, you may not be able to cover some bills or food. Yes. So that's an act of faith, but then God says, I will provide for you. Do this by faith, and I will yep. look after you. So praise God. That's a wonderful praise testimony, the Lord Pastor for that. yeah. So that happened in New Zealand. So your wife is also now baptized in New Zealand? In New Zealand. So the family are going to church. you have children at that time?
2: Yes, we have uh, four children four at children. that time. Okay. Yes.
1: And then the big move to Australia from there.
2: Uh, yes, uh, we... We moved from New Zealand to Australia in ninety six in March. Ninety six, okay. Yes. I just need to share about after my baptism. Hmm. After my baptism, the family in Samoa knew the story. I became adventist. Hmm. And then I after my baptism maybe a a month or three weeks
0: Hmm.
2: I still stay home on Sunday. Because my body and my mind is always Sunday is a resting day, mm. but now I baptize and worship on Saturday.
0: Mm.
2: But on Sunday, just stay home with the family because the the body is familiar with Sunday is a resting day. Register, yes, and the pastors came and said to me, "Tala, it's time to go and pick crepes and raspberry."
0: Mm.
2: And I forced myself to say yes to him, and we went. When I arrived home, my wife said, "Hey, your mom rang," and I I didn't uh, lie to her. I said, "You go picking crepes uh, uh, mm-hmm. with uh, the pastor of the church, Seventh Day Adventist church," and she was very mad to to me on the telephone. Mm-hmm. So when I arrived, I was too tired. Sunset. And the telephone uh, rang, and then I came to to answer, and it was my mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a tsunami when oh. she, she talked to me. Wow. Who told you to, to go to the Seventh-day Adventist? You know Seventh-day Adventist is an antichrist church. Uh, mm. uh, they they different people. They, every, uh, all the churches, they worship on Sunday, but that church, they worship on Saturday. Mm. It's meaningful. Uh, and I tried to have a, a moment to say anything, but uh, I couldn't because my wife was like, uh, she very, was very angry. Mm. When she came down a bit, so I explained, and she said, who told you? Your pastor here I taught you everything about the gospel. You know everything. Now you go to New Zealand. Now you change your mind. Mm. So it's hardly to, to, because I was taught... This is the best church in the world. Sure. Other religions, hmm. Sanafi. So it was a good time to disobey the parents. Okay. It's a good disobey. <laughs> disobey in, uh, to obey the Lord.
1: It's better to obey the Lord. That's yeah. right. Yes, yes. Always good to obey the parents, but if it's a choice between the parents and the Lord, the Lord yeah, comes first. Yeah, obey the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So was that, was that difficult for you to, to make that transition from you know, we were brought up Especially with the pressure of the family on it, to now become a similar
2: Adventist, was it? Or was it? Did you find it hard, or was it easy? Oh, it was uh, hard when I was in Samoa. Okay, but I hope that was the God's plan to bring uh, me and the family to New Zealand. Otherwise, it's very hard to to be Adventist in Samoa in my own family. Mm, mm. So, what? Uh, Uh, gave me the pain when my mom said, okay, your father said, stay in New Zealand. Don't ever come to Samoa. Mm. You have no place in the family now. Mm. Especially, uh, I'm the firstborn. Mm. They rely on me in everything because uh, I'm the firstborn, as you know. Uh, And uh, I've heard... uh, that they they don't want me to come to Samoa and I I try to settle them and uh, I said to to my mom Jesus said if you love your mom uh, your 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 father and your mother and your family mm. so it's not better than uh, him mm. so I have no. Uh, Right to be within me In uh, his kingdom So I just paraphrase I know the text But I forgot the text But And my mom said Who told you that? Mm. Who told you that? You're supposed to love your parents Mm. Uh, And then she quoted uh, The commandment five Yes The the Bible says You have to honor your parents (laughs) (laughs) But now you dishonor Mm. So Mm. stay in New Zealand And I said to them To her Okay, I believe that God called us to be in this church, mm. me and my wife and the children. So the Lord has a big will, so he knows uh, where to put me and uh, the wife, in anywhere in the world. Yeah. So it was a tough experience. I can imagine. But yeah. uh, the Lord was with us and tried to settle things in a peaceful way.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, that that would have been uh, that would have been difficult. But you obviously decided to follow the Lord and to yep. you know believe the truth. And you're also saying it was, was it the first time you didn't do anything on the Sunday and you went to pick raps? Was that difficult for you, or did you find okay, well, you know what the Bible says, so easy peasy, you go and do this?
2: Yeah, it was very hard for me to hmm. to work because the body is familiar with resting on, on Sunday. On Sunday, yes, yes. sure. Yeah, yeah. But when I went with the pastor. So I picked grapes, so, and I went home, and it was a, a new feeling to me. Sure. Now I step out, mm. and I started working on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Clean my lawn and doing some work. and So the Lord was leading mm. to those staff times.
1: Your mom and dad and the rest of the family, they still live in Samoa? Yeah, they live in Samoa. Mm. Uh, and you have regular contact with them?
2: Yes, uh, uh, we we talk a lot on the phone. You know, I'm mm-hmm. really not sure in your culture, but in our culture, when you go overseas, they miss you a lot. Mm. So telephone and, uh, yeah, at that time, uh, no Facebook and other, so telephone is uh, mm. always uh, 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 the best communication. Sure. And, mm.
1: and it can be very expensive, isn't it, to ring the islands? It's a little bit cheaper nowadays, but... Yes, exactly. Back, I guess, expensive. in 96, it was expensive. Yeah. Yes, mm. yeah. So um, as far as you know, your relationship with your parents, are they more accepting now of you being a 7th Day Adventist,
2: or is this still a, still difficult? Uh, yeah, it's all right now. It's okay, Now, yeah. uh, but um, I just need to mention, uh, not very long, uh, I mentioned to, to my wife, uh, no, my mom, we are about to go to Australia. hmm and she said, "Oh, why you go to Australia?" And I said, "That's a part of the plan. Is to go to Australia." Mm-hmm. And I said, because I, most of the time the the forums are more always come to Christchurch and pick up stuff. So, so we always take some stuff to Samoa through the the, the forums are more cheap. Right. And I said to her, "Okay, I will." Uh, I will uh, give all our stuff to to our friends.
0: Mm.
2: We had uh, nice furniture, and, and she said, Oh, why? What about if you send uh, the furniture and the TV to us? And I said, You seek me from the family, so that's why I need to give to all our friends. And, you know, my mom said, Oh, you're the firstborn, you know, you're supposed to support the family. Mm. And I said... So you accept me now? And she said, oh, yeah, that's your dad, but to me. So now you know the change. Because um, I said, okay, we will uh, put everything in, uh, in a container and send to you. Mm. So we did. Mm. Before we came, we put all our good stuff in a container, sent to Samo. And then I went okay, to uh, next week we go to Australia. And she said, oh, Tala. I want to come to Australia. And I said, no, Mm. there's no need for you to come to Australia, stay in Samoa. Mm. And she said, oh, I really need to come. So we arrived here in March, 96, Mm. but she came in June, just three months. Later, okay. So she came and she stayed for one year. Wow, okay. Yes. One thing, when she came for the first week, she came on uh, Wednesday, I remember Wednesday. So imagine the weekend is was the Sabbath. Yes, it's the, yes. It's the Sabbath.
1: So the first Sabbath she's going to come to yeah. now,
2: yes. When we come and I call the family to come and open the Sabbath. And she said, okay, tomorrow you go to church and I stay home to warm the food and look after the house. And I said, okay, let's worship and uh, the Bible will uh, answer, will give an answer for that one. Mm. And after I was singing, and then I read uh fourth commandment. Mm. Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Mm. Six days to work, seventh day is the Sabbath. Yes. You and your son, your daughter, all your animals, Man serving, and mate the stranger, serving. and yeah, the stranger. stranger. Yes. And then I try to. I thought, I love my my mom, but I have to tell her the truth because mm-hmm. uh, now she started to. The first Sabbath, she started to make an excuse to stay home to warm up the food. Mm. When we return from church, the food is uh, is ready. Yes. And I said, okay. The Lord says, remember the Sabbath days. The seventh day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You, we, we see in the text there is a stranger, even a stranger. Mm. So who is the stranger here? <laughs> and uh, no one answered. Uh, the worship is silent now. And I said, "Mom, sorry for telling you this. You are my mom. Mm. But when the Bible speaks, let the Bible speak." Mm. Uh, but uh, God talked to me, you is me wife is not in here because uh, uh me is a representative of uh, of the of the, of the parents yes and my sons so i to my sons and even my daughter mm. now we have no servants but the, mm. the stranger here mm. and who is the stranger and i said please don't uh, don't angry with me mm. you mm. are the stranger. Mm. And she said, What? You are the stranger in this family mm. according to the text. Now I will uh make you understand. This family is an adventist family. Mm. We worship together on Sunday, but now we we believe what the Bible says. Mm. The Sabbath is Saturday. Mm. And now we believe it, now we worship and experience. The Sabbaths of the Bible.
0: Mm.
2: Now you come to to stay with us. Now you try to make excuses because you don't want to go with us to church. Mm. God says here, take your family plus the strangers who live in your house. Mm. So now even you are my mom. We, uh, you are my mom, but you don't believe what we believe. Mm. You don't believe the Sabbaths of the Bible, the mm. Saturday Sabbath. Now you believe the Sunday. Hmm. So God says, you go with us to worship him on his Sabbath. It's not our Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And my mom just looked at me and silent and "And, uh, she said, son, this is a very uh, new thing to me. Mm. And that's what the text says. So please, there is no one who stay to warm up the food. When we come, we warm up the food together. Mm. There is an angel for this family. So the angel will go with us. And there is no need to look after the house. Mm. And she was happy. Well, wow. She of was course. happy. And uh, the whole year she stayed with us. It was only one Sabbath. Uh, she wasn't going to church because she was very sick. Mm. But uh, she, she was a very strong woman in singing Adventist uh, chorals and hym- hymns. When she went to Samoa, she taught our children, uh, all the grandchildren children in Samoa, uh, the way we worship as Adventists.
1: Is that right? Oh, wow, that's interesting. When, yeah. we,
2: when we went to visit, and I found out all the young children, they read the Bible. Mm. And and did memory verses, so so there was
1: something new that she introduced. Something new, and yeah. I
2: was very happy about yeah, that. Yeah, she no, that's wonderful. Yes, yeah, she she taught uh, the children to read the Bible and pray. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so that's all now early the first, pretty much the first year you here in in Australia. Yes. Okay, so your mum's taken some of the influences there, and she's yeah, yes, right. good. But that relationship with your mother is still good and still strong, and you've been back to visit in Samoa with the family there?
2: Yes. You go back regularly? Uh, When we, first time we went to Samoa since we left in 94, it was 2001. Okay. So imagine my dad says, stay in New Zealand, you have no place in the family. Mm. That was the anger because uh, their minds, they they need me to defend the family, defend the religion. But now I changed so other Mm. All the brothers and my sister will change too. Mm. We arrive on Sabbath morning, and I've heard my dad said, Hey, don't ever do anything. Today is the Sabbath of my son and the family from Australia. And I was shocked. Wow. I was shocked. Yeah, they changed. I, uh, I believe that God changed their, 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 their lives. Mm-hmm. And another thing, because I was a firstborn, I'm still a firstborn, and I... In our lives with my wife, we supported our families mm. as a couple when we married, we supported our families to uh, balance mm. so I supported my parents and we married when my wife's parents were passed away but it was it was not an excuse not to support them mm. I mm. we supported our poor families and that is the powerful way in in our lives. Mm. And uh, when they see how we love them and supported them, they silence. silent. So, in. Uh, so, yeah,
1: you, you still love them, you still respected them, yes. you still honored your parents, yeah. but
2: God was first. Yes. Yes, yes. You know, when uh, I know you and uh, the Western uh, uh, friends I mm. uh, have in Australia, they always talk about holidays,
0: hmm. going yes. to
2: Bali, spend the money. Yeah to me and my wife, and most of the Samoans, they always go to Samoa for holidays. So imagine I'm a firstborn, going to Samoa for holidays. It's not a really a holiday. Mm. It's the time to go to Samoa and repair the house and paint the house and build the house for, so a house for the family. It's a working yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah. So you return to Australia with a very tired <laughs> <laughs>
1: You need a holiday from your holiday. <laughs> you need a holiday. So a
2: holiday is to save the family in Samoa. Sure. Yeah, wow. that's, a, that's our holiday. Mm. Mm. That's a wonderful uh, ethic you know, <laughs> to have
1: the, the importance of family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's wonderful. So, okay. So, the, the, there's more acceptance because they saw that although you changed your religious beliefs and followed the Bible, you still loved them and still respected them as a family and you still provided for them as the firstborn son. So, really, you were like the chief of the family because you're the firstborn.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh... You know, now my mom passed away, my parents passed away, so only my dad left. Mm. Every month we send uh, uh, s- some uh, money as a keeps for him to support him, mm. and he look after grandchildren. So oh. he's seventy six, uh, nearly seventy seven. Wow! But um, that's our work.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We and I uh, believe in God's blessing to us. Mm we serve the lord in our family here so we spend money for the family here and the church and the community send money overseas but god still bless us we are we're not struck or in finance we we believe when god bless someone or some people, mm. that blessing is a powerful blessing.
1: Amen. Mm, I, I, I agree with that. Look, there's a lot of people that work in ministry, <laughs> and I know pastors, yes. Seventh-day Venice pastors. You're not in it for the money. It's not that you're getting big salaries. Yeah. You're getting a basic salary, and yet you are able to provide for your family and even do things in the community, and God still provides for you. You need, you lack nothing. Yes. Praise God for that. Yeah. We have
2: no money in the bank. mm we just rely on salaries from a fortnight, mm. but God uh, leads and God bless. so mm. there's no, no, there is no time we suffer mm. Mm. in finance. So and, and that's why we keep believing in God's uh, leading in our lives Isn't in finance.
1: His yeah. provision, that's right. Yep. Well, praise the Lord. So you're you're over in Australia now. Um, at this stage, you're not a pastor yet. So, what's happened between you coming to Australia? Mm. Uh, maybe just tell us w- the, the missing piece that we don't know yet. Because you're a
2: pastor now. What happened
1: from the time you arrived here till now?
2: We arrived in Griffith, and uh, Griffith is our hometown. Okay. And uh, we we arrived in March '96, and then maybe. Just seven months in uh, since I baptized in the church in uh, mm. Christchurch, seven months since I baptized, and I was appointed to be a leader of some group in Griffith, just arrived okay. from New Zealand. Mm. And uh, the pastor for our local church at that time is Pastor Ken Bird. Okay. And because uh, he said, I need all my leaders to be elders. Mm. So imagine I was the leader for the salmon that was the first time uh, the church uh selected a Samoan leader in the church so yeah. i was the first leader for the a group in the multicultural church okay and then uh the pastor ordained my, my me as an elder because i was a leader for salmon. Mm. and uh yes i was uh, shocked when i i said to my to the pastor uh, it's hard for me because, uh, but, and uh, bless the people of our group. Uh, they said, uh, David was called when he was young, mm. but you are the David today. Mm. So it was hard because I know how to lead people because I was a foreman. And, uh, so, but the worst thing for me, I had not enough knowledge of the Bible to, to teach people right and to guide people. Mm-hmm. Because most of, some people in the group, they were pawn in the church. And I said mm-hmm. to myself, those are the tough people. Yes. They will look at me as a, as a stranger in the church, and now I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. So it was a tough time for me, but I allowed God to lead, and it was a very powerful time. Mm. Uh, it was a small time I struggled, but uh, the Lord uh, led me, and pastor bird was a very powerful uh, spiritual leader for me to lead me and my family in ministry. So I love to serve the Salmon community and also to serve uh, our multicultural church in, uh, in Griffith. Yes. One of the most important things uh, since when I started my leadership in uh, Griffith, uh when the Samoan, uh, when the community radio started, they, the presenters, they look for pastors and leaders to do devotion on the FM. Okay. It's like uh, the Our Faith FM. Yes. So these, uh, the, the two presenters visit the pastors and uh, leaders uh, to find out who can do the devotion because uh, the radio started with a devotion. Mm. And uh, they came with the list and... Uh, I saw my name uh, was last in the list, maybe seven or eight. And they said to me, Tala, you are the final one. Mm. If you say no, it means we will have no devotion to start uh, to open our, our program, salmon program. As you know, every salmon program start with a devotion. Mm. And I said, I, and I thought to myself, oh, how can I do this? Me is the last person and then no devotion for the radio. And I said, Okay, I will do it. Mm. But inside my heart was uh pumping like yes, a, a bit uh but
1: nervous. Yes, yeah.
2: still nervous because mm. I didn't do I just start to peer to up sermons for the for the Samoan and uh, my English sermon for the <laughs> <laughs> multicultural church. Yes. But now they need me to preach Sunday and Wednesday. Mm. So I went to my work and uh, asked for the holidays for the whole week mm. to do one devotion on the radio. Wow. So I used uh, the set of Bible study. Uh, what's the name of the Bible study? The, you and Your Bible? Is, okay. is, that's yes. a Bible study, the yes. whole yes. uh, 24 uh, study series. Mm. And I started uh, that one. People, they rang uh, the station, oh, thanks, Dala, for the devotion. And I preached one by one, and maybe the Sabbath was in the middle, Sabbath and then Sunday. Mm. When I preached the Sabbath, just uh, maybe two minutes since I preached, so phone call came, and uh, and I've heard uh, the voices, are. Uh, uh, one of the pastors mm. in in the community, yes. they they didn't like the message. I've heard they said, oh, tell Talad not to preach his uh, Adventist message on the radio. Mm. This is the community radio. Mm-hmm. Preach the balance message. So after my sermon on the Sabbath, so the presenter said to me, now the— Tonight is uh, the first time uh, people complain about uh, preaching the gospel on the radio. Mm. And uh, we don't like this. And I said, okay, I will uh, talk to them. Mm. So after my sermon and then a song, and then I prepare to, to send my greetings. Mm. So before I send my greetings, I said, oh, for those who rang up the station and complained about the message, I just need to prove to you the message was from the Bible, mm. not from a newspaper or any other book. Mm. So if you need uh, to talk to me, here is my telephone. Here is my address. I'd love to welcome you to come and discuss this matter sure. at my house. Yes. Oh, it's a, it's a funny thing. No one came to my house. Mm. Imagine the second Sunday weekend, I preached about Sunday, mm. and no one rang. Wow. So the Lord was uh leading so I preached the whole series on the on the radio. Mm. So and that was the, the moment I built up my confidence to do preaching in the community on the radio. Okay, so the radio is good training for you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So what happened? People they called me the pastor there. Mm. And I said, I'm just a leader for the salmon and a church elder for the 7th day adventists and the community said no you are the pastor because you preach on the tele- uh, on the radio mm-hmm. the person who preach on the the the, the, the radio is a pastor
0: uh-huh.
2: so before i uh, i i i come to I want to tell you to train as a pastor mm-hmm. i i already uh, people a are already calling you a pastor in, in yeah. the community yes Because I preach on Sunday and Wednesday, every week. Mm. And then you preach on Sabbath in the church, too. Yes. And when uh, the key of the FM was uh, looked after by the police, police station. Okay. So every time I go to the station, I went to pick up the key. Mm. And uh, the police uh, men and women, they called me a pastor there. Okay. So... And I was a humble man, and mm-hmm. I, I, I was shy when people called me a pastor in the community. Mm-hmm. But a, f- a funny thing, no Adventist called me a pastor in Christ, but a community called me a pastor. So the
1: law and, and the community <laughs> called you a pastor, but not the <laughs> yeah. evidence. Okay. Yes, because the Adventists
2: know I'm, a, I'm a, a an late, elder late and was, a leader, so yeah, they yeah, know yeah. my role was. As an elder, But the community... Yes. They put me in another level, but now yeah. I'm a pastor now, so it doesn't it doesn't yes. worry me. Sure, it's it is just a role, mm. but I I follow Jesus as mm. a servant leader. Amen. Yes. 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 Wonderful.
1: <laughs> okay, so you 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 get your grounding, you get your training uh, through the radio station in Griffith. You're preaching three times a week now, almost. You know, if you're preaching yes. Sabbath, Sunday on the radio, Wednesday on the radio. Yeah. So from that, when did you start looking at, look, I think I'm called to the ministry. I'm called to be a pastor. When did that happen, and then when did you go and study?
2: Yes, I f- felt the struggle in uh, those uh, isolated church. It was a big church, uh, but uh, uh, it was no, the library, just only a few books, old books and uh mm-hmm. And I found out uh, the struggles. And I said to my wife, uh, I really need to go to Avondale. Because uh, you see, you you, you look at the record, promotion Mm -hmm. for people who want to come to Avondale. Yes. And people who visit, they talk about Avondale. And I said to myself, I need to go there to have more knowledge how to serve the Lord. And that Mm. was the purpose we came. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes... uh, i discouraged about that, I I saw. So, some uh, theology student, they came to pick for their school fees, and they, I asked them, how's Abandejo? And they said to me, oh, Tala, the Greek and Hebrew Hmm. are the enemies of the course. (laughs) They are very hard. And I said, okay. But my nature, I don't believe sometimes uh, Unless I try myself. Mm. And I mm. said, okay, Hebrew and Greek are enemy. And then I try to. And we could talk, and my wife said, don't listen to people. Mm. If you want to go, if you want to go, go. So we talked, and then I rang Avondale. So, and we I came first to start the course. Okay. And uh, I so was— you moved th- down from Griffith to Avondale? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a easy mover. It takes nine or ten hours from here to Greece. Mm. So I tried the Greek and Hebrew. So I got good marks from those subjects, and uh, it wasn't an, uh, an enemy for me. By oh, the,
1: praise the Lord. Yeah. My
2: struggle was the English. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even now we talk, uh, my struggle is the, is the English. Yeah. And the English uh, is
1: good. I can understand you perfectly. and I'm <laughs> not good with accents normally. So, yeah, no, you're doing very well.
2: Yes, and that was the struggle in uh, my first years in Avondale, was the the English. I wasn't like reading and something like that. But when I set up my mind to f- do the course and complete, mm. the Lord helped me a lot. Mm. My wife was my uh, very strong support, always uh, pray, and also my children. Doesn't matter my children, they grow up and they mature to look after themselves. Mm-hmm. When I study at Avondale, I knew the time, so I go home at five or six to do the devotion and then I rush to Avondale to do more study before it was closed at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. So the family is very important to me in uh, in our own lives. Sure, sure, and mentor church.
1: Pastor Tala, I can see we're running out of time, but uh, I know there's more to the story. Yep. Um, And we would have to welcome you back another time to come and tell us the rest of the story because I'm really looking forward to it. There's more. So where we're stopping now at the moment is that you've gone to Avondale to study. Would you come back next time and tell us the part two of your story? I think there's a lot more to it and what you're doing in the community.
2: Yes, I'm happy to come if you want. <laughs> yes, no,
1: we'd love to have you. Yes. So I just want to thank our listeners today. I hope yes. you've been blessed by the story of Pastor Talai and his testimony. I know that I have. Uh, it's been wonderful to have you. If you would like more information or you have any questions, please contact us on 3ABN Australia Radio. In Australia, you can ring us on 02-49-73-3456 or you can email us at radio. At 3ABNAustralia.org.au Or if you like You can even find us On the Facebook page under the 3ABN Australia radio And we'd love to hear from you Please join us next time As we share more about What God has done In the lives of people Like Pastor Talai And we look forward To catching up with you then Until then she-